Make America Great Again podcast with Brian Crabtree. Good to have you for the Make America Great Again podcast, courtesy of Talk40.com, where you can find the top stories and analysis of what's affecting you politically and culturally in this country. I'm Brian Crabtree, the publisher, Talk40.com. Welcome to the show. Today is President Trump right that Amazon destroys jobs, doesn't pay taxes, and hurts the U.S. Postal Service in general. Now, before I get into answering that question, which I'm going to give you all the details that may shock you, I'll say the answer is yes, yes, and yes. But but there's there's context you need to really understand this. Just don't don't take the headline. Take the details here. I'll make it fast today. The, the the context here is that the media covers this as Trump launching a war on Amazon. That's not true. Let's go back to the context of why we've gotten here. This is an example of let a sleeping dog lie. When you have something where you have a, a huge advantage that's ultimately destroying jobs, as Amazon is, that's ultimately taking advantage of the American taxpayer, as Amazon is, that's ultimately hurting the U.S. Postal Service as a whole by cheating small businesses through that system. I'll get to that in a minute. And remind me to tell you about China. Let me write that down. China. I got to get to China on that in a second. It's, it's even bigger than Amazon. When you have all of those advantages and you're the CEO of the company, as is Jeff Bezos, the most richest man in the world, worth, before this all started, over $100 billion. He's, he's down a little since then. A few billion dollars of poof because there's a concern that Trump is onto something here. But the coverage of this is amazing. When you're Jeff Bezos, you don't go in and buy the Amazon Post. I, I mean, I'm sorry, the Washington Post. Did I call it the Amazon Post? I didn't mean to do that. It was that was just, uh, well, it was just my thinking. You don't buy the Washington Post as a bully pulpit against President Trump. Bezos bought it. He bought. Uh, he took 20 reporters and they assigned them to covering Trump to find the salacious stuff on Trump. They've been a big part of the leaking of the FBI and the seeking of information that's destructive to Trump with very little reporting on what Trump's done good for the country. Trump saw this and it caused him to take a look at his, new, his, at his, at his foe, which appeared to be the Washington Post a likely culprit against a Republican nominee or, or ultimately president. But it was Jeff Bezos and Amazon that Trump started thinking, wait a minute, what is it that this guy's really doing with, with Washington Post? Now, while he did do some wonders with its digital subscription and its traffic and its revenue, because he's a brilliant, he's a brilliant technology guy, he made a huge mistake is he decided to use the Washington Post as a political weapon, as a never-Trump political weapon. And so it's not what the media is telling you, that Trump's launched a war on, Am on, on, on the Amazon Post. It's that the Amazon Post, yeah, Washington Post, the Amazon Post decided to become the Amazon Post, launching a war on Trump, which caused him to in turn find out what was up. So their arrogance in turning that into the Amazon Post brought attention to the parent company of Jeff Bezos, Amazon. See, Jeff is the owner or founder of Amazon, chief stockholder, and it's a public company, and he personally bought the Washington Post. So is, is, is Trump right? Amazon's destroying jobs. Yes. Some people would push back on that and say, well, you know, 
You had plenty of people that loved Walmart as they destroyed jobs in small communities across America. And I disagree with that. I've always disagreed with the idea or the narrative that Walmart cost jobs. If Walmart did anything bad for this country is they forced uh, businesses and, and manufacturing companies to have to drive down their margins so much that their only option, especially with the backdrop and landscape of egregious regulations and tax policy in our country, to have to leave the country. They go somewhere else, Mexico, Philippines, China, India, to make their products so they can deliver a price point that, that, that Walmart ultimately thought would work for them. So they, may, they didn't cost jobs by shutting down mom-and-pop businesses across the country. They cost jobs in the manufacturing side that had to flee the country. But that wasn't, a com that wasn't solely Walmart. That was Walmart combined with stupid political policy of regulation, egregious regulation. It was a combination. It was a, it was a disastrous force, kind of like what brings down an airplane. It's not just an engine going out. That, that, that's the equivalent of Walmart. An engine goes out, plane could crash. It's a series of catastrophic events that could have been avoided. Not just Walmart, but political purpose that was much better than what it came to be. Instead of being so tax burdensome on small businesses, instead of being so egregious and regulatory, at the local level on small businesses, you could have kept these businesses. The problem that really Walmart created, if you want to use that analogy to Amazon, is Amazon created a situation where you either sunk or swim. It used to be small and mom-and-pop businesses in the rural and suburban areas could get by with lackluster customer service and slightly expensive pricing. And they rested on their laurels and their monopoly of certain industry or certain retail. And when Walmart came in, they delivered something that people always want, which is a better price for the same product. They figured out a way to cut their margins to deliver a, a, a better price. It wasn't that Walmart was necessarily greedy. It was that Walmart said, we want to buy a million of what you've got, but we only want to pay this price. Can you go back and make it work? And the company was then charged with making a $5 product for $2.50 because there was a much bigger quantity, which gave a disadvantage to the local businesses. But the local businesses tried to compete. And by competing with Walmart, they... They competed with a giant that put them out of business, but it wasn't the fact that Walmart came in that put them out of business. Some businesses pivoted. And they got, instead of running from Walmart or running to compete with them, they joined them. They went in the shopping center with Walmart. They went in the out parcel or across the street from Walmart, and they created better service. They, they, they designed and delivered a better product. And they combined the service and the product improvements to create an alternative for people that didn't want cheap crap. And they've succeeded magnificently in the landscape of Walmart. The businesses that didn't pivot, that didn't involve, evolve, it wasn't Walmart. It was inevitable. Somebody, Kmart, Target, somebody would have done it. Amazon is different. Amazon is a business that has found a way to monopolize a cultural phenomenon. Walmart didn't do anything but re shape and reform the way retail works. Amazon's doing that too. But Amazon cre created a market out of nothing. There is this massive market that's now the size of Walmart, about four or five hundred billion dollars a year and growing rapidly that Amazon dominates. They dominate this business. 
And, and the reason that they're able to dominate the business is because of two things, one that's legitimate and one that's illegitimate. Number one is they dominate because instead of having Walmart scattered all over the city, they have one or two large warehouses and they centralize all of the operation and brick and mortar costs. That, that's just smart. That's one of the transformations. And even Walmart is moving in that direction as they've closed a bunch of Sam stores to create distribution centers for their new acquisition, Jet.com, which is a potential rival to Amazon. But here's where Amazon is legally. Let me make sure I make that clear. Amazon is legally cheating the American people. Because they're requiring so much out of its workers that it's a hostile work environment in some cases that they cannot contain. And they are using the U.S. Postal Service at a loss, according to Trump's rhetoric, and I believe it, which is to the disadvantage of the American people. Let me put it simply. I've heard it put, and I believe this, knowing what I know about mailing and postage, because I've worked in some retail myself, and I've dealt with postage and bulk rates and all of that, enough to kind of get a sense of it. When, when, when an Amazon package is shipped by the U.S. Postal Service, just based upon the overall loss of the U.S. Postal Service divided by the packages they send, you and I are paying a dollar for Susie and Joe next door to get their Amazon package. I went to the store the other day and I uh, was in a convenience store and I needed a five-gallon gas can. And the convenience store down the street, the mom and pop business down the street near the lake house had a two gallon gas can for $12.99, two gallons. Wow. I go onto Amazon and I find a five gallon gas can that'll be there the next day for $13.99 plus a small amount of tax, which is required in the state of Georgia, but not the overall tax that I would have paid at Walmart or at any retail store selling this or the gas station. Then on top of it, they're shipping it to me for free. It's going to cost them a couple of bucks to ship it, which means we, the taxpayers, subsidize that shipment by a buck or two. Because after all, the post office is losing a bunch of money. So it's costing U.S. Postal Service more money to ship Amazon's products than if they didn't ship anything at all. That's what Trump is theorizing. So why are we subsidizing Amazon by giving them low-rate shipping so that they can get away with shipping stuff that costs the taxpayers money while at the same time they're killing jobs and they're not collecting all the taxes that Walmart has to collect or the mom-and-pop business has to collect. For a while, I said, you know, anytime I can screw the government out of taxes, I'm, I'm okay with it legally. I'm not okay with this anymore. I'm okay with a small business in California selling headphones on eBay that they bought in bulk and resell one by one. I think eBay's a scumbag business, but that aside, if I want to go on and buy the headphones from Joe and Mary's headphone shop in California who has one store and one location and sell it in Georgia, I like the idea I don't have to pay taxes. We can sustain that. That doesn't cost much in tax money and it doesn't cost much in jobs because it's a bunch of small businesses making money everywhere in America, and there's no real limitation to where they can be or go. It's pretty equal across the board, subject to the population demographics. But when you look at Amazon, it's all about the numbers. They go to the locations 
across a straight line where their tax laws are more favorable. So they could be delivering to half of Georgia without a location in Georgia. It's not the case, but they could be and be in Tennessee where the tax laws are more favorable, paying Georgia nothing, paying Tennessee a pittance and avoiding the massive of taxes, giving them a huge advantage over the store right down the street while we subsidize the delivery. I mean, Trump is onto something huge here. Amazon is cheating the intention of U.S. law. This is where our government has not kept up with what's really ailing us now, which is the technological age. The only industry technologically that I respect fully right now, and I say this with a little pause, but not much, is the, is the aviation industry. When General Electric makes an airplane engine, when Rolls-Royce makes an airplane engine, when when Boeing or Airbus make a passenger jet, they do not rush to compete with each other to come out with the latest, greatest little thingy maduji on the devices on the plane like they do on our smartphones, our computers, our banking applications, our banking websites, our online retail technology, on and on and on. That never seems to work. My phone crashes. My truck, my car crashes from time to time, the computer in it. There's about 1,100 computers in these cars now, literally some form of them. But somehow the planes don't just fall out of the sky every day like the rest of our stuff crashes. Can you imagine if the aviation industry operated with the same speed and ingenuity and advancement without testing and perfecting their technology as does everything else in our lives? At how many planes would be crashing every day? So you got to respect that that industry has put the innovation of safety ahead, the, ahead of the innovation of technology. That's pretty nice. But everything else is about who can race to the scene, hijack the market, which is all okay, and put something out there and claim it does all of this stuff, whether it fully works or not. That's the economy that Amazon is preying on, and they've advanced it to such a way that they've monopolized it. And as they've monopolized it, they've taken advantage of everything that a big business can take advantage of that small businesses have no freaking chance. It's just like the banking industry. All the regulations of Obama meant to protect the banks from infrastructure failure again did the exact opposite. It forced the bigger banks to buy more medium and small banks, taking the, the customer service players out of the equation because medium and small banks couldn't afford the lawyers to comply with all the new regulations, which means instead of having a few too big to fails and a bunch of small and medium players in the banking industry, we now have a few small and medium players in the banking industry and even fewer too big to fails, meaning that if one goes down, they sure all go down now. Regulation kills. It kills jobs. It kills creativity. It kills customer service. It kills our culture. We should stop allowing the U.S. Postal Service to subsidize Amazon. That doesn't mean they don't go to UPS and strike a deal, but prices probably have to go up. The other thing Amazon does to small businesses that cannot be ignored is small businesses that use the Amazon marketplace, which is the marketplace that allows a retail outlet in Alpharetta, Georgia, that sells kids dresses or whatever it is to go on and list their products on Amazon and they can ship those products to Amazon and they'll ship them for them or they can ship them themselves. It is so egregious, the return policy. 
It believes in a trust-based system. eBay's the same way, only worse. That if the consumer buys it, decides they don't want it, or even worse, decides they want to commit fraud and keep the item, they can return the wrong item, the worn-out version of the same dress, as the return because they can say, well, it, was, it came this way. And every single time Amazon will say, no. I was in Walmart the other day. And it was a very instructive moment. I'd had a fishing reel for... A few months past their uh, return policy deadline. And I went into Walmart and they said, when did you buy it? I said a few months ago, I don't remember exactly when, but the reason I'm here with this one, it's the second one I've had to do this, break in half. And I want to just trade it for another one. I don't want this one anymore. I don't want to have to come and return anything anymore. And I would go deal with the manufacturer, but I don't even know where to start. And I didn't have an argue with them, but I had a debate. And ultimately they said, you know, we'll take it back. But they almost didn't. I talked to a manager and I said, listen, I don't return stuff often because I don't believe in it unless it's a real problem. I think this is a real problem. It's taken me a while to get it here, which is part of the delay. I'd appreciate if you'd return it. You couldn't do that with Amazon because if you put it in that way on Amazon, there is no provision for saying, yeah, we're going to take it back because you're such a good customer. And we believe that you're doing this honorably. You just learn on Amazon to lie. Sent the wrong item. Check mark. Back it goes. The merchant or Amazon itself has to take it back, and they've lost the, they've lost the shipping, the return shipping. A small business can't handle much of that. But Amazon is the place that's hijacking the commerce, and we're all doing it for pricing because it's cheaper because they're cheating. And we're shifting the profits from small and medium businesses in America that are in the retail space over to a big player like Amazon and Jeff Bezos who is ultimately taking advantage of the American people's goodwill to promote business and stay out of regulation. But when it becomes a monopoly, which Amazon is in the online space, representing 70 or 80% of online sales, all of them, you have to address the monopoly. Even if the ingenuity of Jeff Bezos is undeniable in what he created. Undeniable the genius of what Bezos created and the resolve and discipline. It could be studied for decades as to what it took to build Amazon. I don't wish Amazon failure. I, in fact, wish them success. I love the business model in its general sense, but it doesn't have to be so subsidized by us and by the small businesses of America that it takes all of the profit away from all of the people that matter in this country. That doesn't, that, I'm not talking about shifting the richness from Amazon back to smaller players who can't compete. I'm talking about giving the smaller players the same postal rate as Amazon or increasing the Amazon rate commensurate with what the small players have to pay so that the U.S. Postal Service is not losing money to ship my items. I don't think that, the, I don't think that you because I buy more on Amazon than probably anybody. You should not have to pay a buck every time I order a package. Because I'm not going to care if I'm paying a subpar rate how many packages or boxes I order. I'm not going to try to put them all in the same box or wait to make my order when I have several items in a box where it's cheaper. I'm just going to go and add to cart, click, and buy no matter how much that's costing the taxpayer because it's so, it's so easy to do that because it's not sustainable as an economy. The Amazon model of cheap postage or free postage and easy returns at cheap prices is not sustainable as a model because it's being subsidized by the government. You know what gets worse? Trump really ought to get into this. 
I may need to tell him. I've got the contacts to say, send an email. Whether he sees it or not, I never know. But he ought to get into this because it's even worse. If I go on eBay and order a small part, like a headset, those little earbuds that go in your headphones for is a good example. If I order those online in America, they're three or four bucks. I can order 10 of them for 89 cents in China with free shipping. Because did you know we subsidize China to ship stuff to us to compete with our American-based companies? We should shut that down right now. The deal that our U.S. Postal Service has with China Post is so egregious that we are literally losing money every time someone in China in a business is selling a product online. It comes into America they don't even charge enough for the product sometime to cover the postage that you and I would pay to ship the same product off our shores, let alone get it to where it needs to go in China. So if I want to ship something from the U.S. to China, what I'm going to pay are, are dollars for what they might pay 50 cents to ship over here because China subsidizes it to compete with and destroy the American economy. And then our idiotic government through the U.S. Postal Service further subsidizes it with a deal with China Post. And on top of that, they cheat. They mark retail goods bought on eBay from a business in China as a gift to get it through customs at a cheaper rate. We're being built and milked for all we got, folks. By companies like Amazon within our country who are doing it legally because we're stupid enough to let them. And by countries like China who look at us and laugh at how stupid we've been and how for long we've been stupid. And then we get caught up on judging Trump's words. Ah, well, he's after Bezos because it's the Amazon Post, the Washington Post turned Amazon Post, and it's all about revenge. It's all revenge for Trump. He's a narcissist, 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 narcissist. And we miss the greater theme that this shouldn't be a liberal or conservative issue. This shouldn't be. We should not be losing money every time Amazon sends out a package through the U.S. Postal Service. Shouldn't be happening. We shouldn't be losing money every time someone in China sends us a package if they can't send it for what it costs to ship it from our... I don't care what China does. If China wants to subsidize their shipping, that's their problem. But once it gets to our shore, they ought to have to pay what we pay to ship to them. But we're too damn dumb to figure that out. So of all of the battles that, Emma, that, that Trump has picked thus far, taxes, health care, against liberals, guns, everything he's done so far, a lot of which I agree with, immigration. This issue that I'm talking about right now is the biggest in terms of how it affects your salary, your retirement, the legacy for your children, and the future economically for our country, specific to small and medium businesses across America and the middle class. This is the issue that could be the most transformative because it says to big, lawyered-up players— we're no longer going to allow you to figure out how to take advantage. We're going to change the way this works so that everyone has the same level playing ground. Not fair chance, not equal rights, because nothing's equal. I don't believe in that. There's no equality. Not in capitalist society. There's always a way to find a better way to do it through the systems that are there. But the, and I'm, I, we, got, we got to stop the subsidy. That's it. You got to pay the rate that it cost us to ship it across the board with the USPS, which will then allow other small businesses 
to compete on their own platforms and not to have to pay the middleman called Amazon a fee, which they cannot afford on top of expensive shipping. Make America great again, Trump, by putting these things in their place. Talk40.com. Stay there. Tune in. Listen to the podcast. Read the articles. It's enlightening. It'll tell you what all this means, and it'll make all of this garbage make sense that you see on the fake stream media outlets. Look for my new book coming up, uh, The Trump in You. Stay tuned. It'll be on the front page of Talk40.com when it's ready, The Trump in You. And it's not just about these kinds of issues. It's about the style of Donald Trump that so many people get bothered by. And it explains how you've got a little bit of that in you that may be the difference between where you are now and where you want to go. The Trump in you. Don't, don't miss that book. I want you to buy it. And I'm going to give you as my podcast listener and my talk40.com readers a discount of 30% coming soon. The Trump in you. We'll be back. <laughs>